I had um, a reel that I posted go viral. Mm. And I think it got like almost 4 million views. Oh my and gosh. I could not even <laughs> comprehend that. And then from right. there, it just kind of picked up and I was like, okay, I'm going to take this more serious. I'm going to try mm. to post every day and I'm going to try to share more and more and more. And people started reaching out to me. You know, of course there was people liking my videos and commenting on my videos, but right. people were messaging me and they wanted to know more about it. And they had questions and they were so encouraging and you know, they were telling me that I had inspired them and in turn that inspired me and it made me want right. to share more and more and more. And I really just, I wanted people to feel like they were a part of this renovation versus they were just like watching it from the outside looking in. You are now listening to the Your First Steps podcast. It's great to talk about million dollar dreams. But where do we start? How do we get there? Listen up. As you hear directly from real estate industry leaders on how they reached success in their fields. And most importantly, what were their first steps? Let's get this party started. Here's your host, Eli the Real Estate Guy. Hey, how's it going, guys? Thank y'all so much for tuning in to another episode of the Your First Steps podcast. Uh, we have a very, very special guest uh, today. I'm super excited to interview this person. And um, this individual, she is actually the owner and the uh, creator of the Pink Dreams uh, Cottage. Uh, my wife, she brought this to me. And once I saw this, I was like, hey, I, I got to find this person. So, uh, <laughs> Katie, thank you so much for coming on. Yes, of course. Thank you for inviting me. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. So uh, like I said, you know, my wife, uh, she's the one who brought it to my attention. Um, she was express. She's always on you know, TikTok and Instagram and just showing me like there's different cool things that's going on. Uh, and once I saw the the idea of, you know, this, this, this pink cottage, and of course you'll get more into it. Um, I thought it was an amazing idea. So I'm like, you know, what? I, I have to find this person to really get down and understand, you know, why this started, what made it start, what was the, what was the inspiration behind it. But before we get, get into that, go ahead and uh, introduce yourself uh, to everybody that's listening. Yes, my name is Katie. I'm the owner of Pink Dreams Cottage here in Portsmouth, Ohio. Um, this is where I was born and raised. Um, yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. Awesome. So uh, now going more into, uh, well, before we get to the the Pink Dreams Cottage, before we get into what that is, uh, go ahead yes. and start off by uh, letting me know or letting the people know uh, about your childhood, what it was like growing up for you, uh, you know, with your dad, because I know you and your dad are the ones that's actually doing the renovations to the property. So yes. what was it like growing up in the Haynes household? Yeah. So like I said, I'm from Ohio, I was born and raised here, um, super small town. It's the town where everybody knows everybody and there's not really much to do here other than things that you create. So um, yeah, I'm the oldest of three girls. And yeah, I, I think it's funny that my dad ended up with three girls. Right, um, right, right. Yeah, so growing up, he would take us camping, fishing, done all that kind of stuff. And um, I grew up and moved away to college. And that kind of sparked my interest in travel from there. And, you know, I traveled all over the world, but sometimes somehow I still always end up back here in Portsmouth, Ohio. So gotcha. here I am. Gotcha. There you go. <laughs> Awesome. So uh, now 
with you going out to college, right? What what did you uh, major in when you went to college? Psychology and business. Psych. Okay. So was there uh, anything in particular that uh, directed you to that or was it uh, a, you know, I got to do something uh, out here? I, I was always interested in psychology and the business aspect of it as well. But, you know, all through college, I really, I didn't know what I wanted to do. I enjoyed learning. I enjoyed college, but I remember, you know, it got down to like a couple months before graduation and I was like, oh, like, oh no, like reality right. kind of slapped me in the face. And I was right. like, what, what am I going to do? You know? So mm -hmm. at that point I moved away to Florida to kind of just take a little break, enjoy life, see what opportunities came my way. Mm -hmm. And I just, I found out that the nine to five life wasn't for me. Mm -hmm. So I just started looking for opportunities and they kind of just found me. Gotcha. Gotcha. Good deal. All right. And so what, what type of opportunities found you? Yeah. So this King Dreams Cottage is the perfect example of that. While I was mm -hmm. in Florida, I went to a cafe. It was called Rose Cafe near Miami, Florida. And mm -hmm. the theme of it was pink, pink everything. There was a pink mm -hmm. telephone booth covered in roses. Um, you know, there was pink coffees and pink desserts and just everything was pink. It was so over the top. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of where I got the idea to do this pink Airbnb. And like I mentioned before, I really love to travel and I've stayed in Airbnbs all over the world. I just think mm -hmm. they're so unique. There's so much character and charm. And, you know, I always kind of had the idea in the back of my mind that I would love to do something like that on my own one day. And then, you know, when I went to that pink cafe, I think a light bulb just kind of went off in my head and thought, hey, like I can combine these two ideas into something mm -hmm. really unique and really cool. So, gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. I love it. Now, you said something that's very interesting. And, and whenever uh, someone has an idea, for example, you know, the, the, the concept of there's nothing new under the sun, it's just mainly, you know, you know, remixes of, you know, what's out there that makes something unique. Right. So yeah. what are some things that besides the, the Rose Cafe that you saw, what are some things that you saw throughout your uh, other travels that you're like, you know what, I'm going to take, you know, whether it's like a door handle or this light fixture, like what are some other things that you saw that was like, oh, OK, this is something I'm really going to add and it's going to create this uh, beautiful masterpiece. Yeah. So I think when I'm looking for Airbnbs to stay at myself, I always look for some kind of like standout feature about them. I mean, I've stayed in tiki huts. I've stayed in yurts. I've stayed in, you know, just more regular style houses. But there's always some kind of feature about them that really stands out to me. Mm. And oh, my goodness, I could I could talk about that forever. Just all the nice. amazing places that I've stayed. But I I just think just some something unique and I like when it's more of an experience versus mm -hmm. somewhere to just you know sleep at night because gotcha. I think it's really cool that you know five or tier five or ten years down the road that I can still look back and remember so many little details about every single place that I've stayed and I just gotcha. I think that I'm incorporating that into my own because every single little detail is so thought through and I think that there's a purpose behind every single decision that I've made. Gotcha. Gotcha. I love it. All right. And so now going into pink, I know you saw the, the pink cafe, but is pink your favorite color? Yes, it is. It is. Okay. Okay. <laughs> gotcha. Gotcha. All right. So now that you, you saw that and you're like, you know, what, it's, it's, it's something that I would love to do one day. How did you find that property? And you're like, oh, this is 
the building that I'm actually going to make this dream come true. Yeah. So that's kind of a crazy story within itself. Like I said, I was in Florida. I was inspired by the Rose Cafe, but I just, I was overwhelmed with the thought of how am I going to actually bring this to life? So I kind of just put the idea in the back of my mind for a little bit. And I just kind of told myself that if it's meant to be, it will happen. You know, right. it, the opportunity will come to me. So fast forward, probably three or four months, I was back in my hometown in Ohio and I was actually just passing time and I was scrolling through Zillow, you know, just looking with no intentions of actually finding something for myself. And I saw this house listed on Zillow. It was actually the first one that popped up and it was listed for $5,000. Oh my gosh. So I, oh my gosh. I, think, you know, <laughs> I immediately think this is some kind of typo. This, this can't be real. Like they forgot a zero or something right, like someone's right. messed this up somehow. Right. So mm -hmm. I called my dad up and um, I, I told him about it. And I, I was like, that can't be real, can it? What, what do you think? And he was like, well, I don't know. You Call him and ask him about it. Mm -hmm. So I, I didn't know what to say. I didn't know what to ask. I had never done that before, but right. I did. I called them and that very day we ended up setting an appointment up to walk through it. My dad met me at the property. We went through the house and <laughs> oh my goodness, just walking on the porch like I was afraid I was gonna fall through it you oh know like I, I saw the beauty in the house right. but it, it was just like crumbling to pieces and right right my, my parents have owned owned rental property in my entire life and I own other properties too so it, it's not a foreign concept to me but the mm -hmm. idea of completely gutting a house and just you know kind of starting over and working from scratch that I had no idea what that meant and right. as we were walking through, my dad just kept saying, you know, like, I can see the potential, but everything needs to be redone. Mm. And I just kept thinking, like, what does that mean? I don't know. Like, it couldn't be that bad, you know? Right. Because I just, <laughs> I think I just focused in on all the things that I liked about it. Um, mm -hmm. Just the charm and the character, like I said. So gotcha. as we were walking through, he kind of tried to talk me out of it, I think. And <laughs> we actually, we went to go get ice cream afterwards. And I mm. just thought, okay, like maybe this isn't the one. I don't know. Like he's not on board and right. I need his help. I can't do this on my own. Mm -hmm. So we were eating ice cream and he looked at me and he said, so what are you going to bid? You know, because the $5,000 list price was just like the mm -hmm. opening bid and it was an gotcha. option. So right. he said, what? what are you going to bid? And I said, is this a, you encouraging me? <laughs> and mm. he said, take it as you will. So there you go. <laughs> I ended up bidding $10,111 for the house. Uh, you know, nice, nice. you never bid a, an even number in an auction. Right. So I came up mm -hmm. with that. And a couple of days later, they let me know that I had the highest bid and it was mine. So, oh my gosh. Okay. Yeah. So, what was that moment like for you? You <laughs> found out that you wouldn't have bid. What, what was that moment like for you? It didn't feel real. I was like, oh my goodness. Like, what have I just got myself into? <laughs> but on top of that, what have I just dragged my, my dad into? You right. Know? Right. Gotcha. I don't know if he really thought that like we were going to end up with this property. Gotcha. So, yeah, gotcha. I, I think it just didn't feel real. Mm -hmm. I was excited, of course, mm -hmm. and kind of nervous, you know, right. but yeah, just mainly excited. Gotcha. So it was just kind of like the picture all 
came together. <laughs> gotcha. Gotcha. And so you, you're saying how uh, pretty much everything needed to be done. So um, uh, for the, the folks and I'll, yes. I'll uh, have opportunity at the end for people to uh, get your Instagram so they can go in and, and look at the, the progress of the property. So would you say that it's something that probably should have been torn down, but you guys saved it to where uh, <laughs> it could finally stand? Like, would you say that? Absolutely. 100% yes. (laughs) And it's so funny because even after months and months of work, my dad would still say like, this needs torn down. Oh my gosh. (laughs) And I'm just like, no, no, no. Like I'm already too invested now. There you go. There you go. Gotcha. So now what are some challenges that you face when um, coming into this property? Because of course it needs a lot of work, but was there anything that once this roadblock came, you guys were like, whoa, okay, we didn't see this coming. Gosh, I, I didn't see anything coming. I mean, I didn't, I didn't know what I was getting myself into. Like I kind of went into this blindly and mm-hmm. I, I don't think anything surprises my dad at this point. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's been doing this for as long as I can remember my entire life. He's, you know, built houses, renovated houses, built dollar generals. I mean, he's mm-hmm. kind of seen it all. So gotcha. I don't gotcha. think anything surprised him, but I think the experience of gutting the entire house mm-hmm. really surprised me. It was just, gotcha. I think just, yeah. I mean, just the thought of every single thing needs redone just felt like a roadblock that I could never get through. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. So what, what's the time frame on, on the renovations? Uh, how, how long do you think it's going to take? I think this is my most asked question. Everyone wants to know, and I want to know too. (laughs) To be be honest with you, I don't have like a a expected date of opening right now, just because this, this is more of a hobby. I wish it wasn't like, I wish we could do this full time, but my dad works full time as a chemical operator. And, you know, obviously that has to be his first priority. And then he has other priorities too and stuff. So right. I think we, I don't know. I don't know the time frame. It just, a lot of it depends on how much time he has to dedicate to right. help me because it's just something that I can't do on my own. Got it. Got it. And so something that uh, I realized, so I'm also a property adjuster and I did some work out in Michigan uh, and something that I didn't realize until uh, I was up there during, uh, well, as, I, as we're getting closer to the winter months, is that construction doesn't happen during that time of the year. Because I'm from Florida, I live in Texas. It's like, you know, construction year round. And so is that a, a big part of what uh, caused you guys to have like a small window too, to where it's like, hey, we have up until September. And then after that, we have to stop. Or like, what what are some things that like, is weather a concern for you or or something like that when it comes to renovations? Well, you know, you would think it would be, but Mm. for some reason, my dad decided the perfect time to start working on the exterior was December. (laughs) You know, so we were were working on it a lot during the winter and it didn't make sense to me, but I'm like, you know what? I'm not complaining. I'm thankful for your time. I'm thankful for your help. Like if you're going to show up, I'll bundle up and I'll be here and we'll work on it in the cold. So there you go. There you go. Yeah, like you asked me earlier, like some of the obstacles and then kind of bringing it back in with the weather and stuff. Another thing is like, there is no electric water. I mean, there there's nothing. So mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, it's not like there's heat inside. It's cold inside and it's yeah, dark inside. And mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, there's just obstacle after obstacle, but yeah, I, I guess we we didn't let the weather slow us down. Gotcha. Uh, so, <laughs> but, so now uh, I was uh, actually watching the uh, some of the videos earlier today and you 
brought something up about uh, pink siding, right? Yes. And how you're wanting to do pink uh, vinyl siding. And is it vinyl or is it a, a wood that you, that you wanted to do? Is it vinyl siding? Vinyl siding, I think, is going to be the best option. I would like to do something, you know, higher end than that, but just with mm -hmm. the budget and then also how the house is prepped. I think mm -hmm. vinyl siding is going to be the best option. Gotcha. And I know, uh, and the reason why I'm bringing this up is because maybe by the time this airs, somebody knows somebody who can maybe give you like a connect with some type of manufacturer or somebody that can actually make this custom uh, siding. So what what's important to you when it comes to the type of siding that you're getting uh, and uh, the, the type of color that you're looking for? So what, what's important uh, for you with that siding? Well, you know, I started out with the vision of, okay, I'm going to do white siding with pink accents. And then the more I thought about it, I was just like, you know, I built this up to be the pink house. Like mm -hmm. it needs to be the pink house. I want it to right. be over the top and one of a kind. Mm -hmm. So I started looking around for pink siding and I did find some options with like the J the James Hardy planks mm, um that, okay. that kind of siding right. but it is like triple the price of vinyl siding and then also I i'm not really super educated about this but my dad just told me that with that kind of siding it requires a lot more prep than more traditional vinyl siding gotcha. so i'm like well you know what then it's going to be my mission to find pink vinyl siding and I have spent hours and hours and hours on the phone researching online. I've called Lowe's, Home Depot, Menards. And, you know, I even kind of thought outside of the box. And I was like, I'm going to call Lowe's and, you know, different places like that in like beach towns, coastal towns, because sometimes mm. you see, you know, pink and blue and yellow houses there. Right. But what right. I found is that it's not vinyl siding. And if it is, it's more than likely have been painted. So. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So. Okay, this brings up many questions. All right, yeah. so one, uh, with the painted vinyl, um, I haven't heard of folks painting uh, vinyl as like a, as something that you should do. So is that something yes. that you, okay, gotcha. Yeah, because I, I figured it would, it would uh, make it harder than what it has to be in the, 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 the elasticity and the flexibility of it would yes, be compromised. Exactly. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, and so, so I think that's, off the table and not the best idea so i've kind of gotcha. moved on past that i did some mm -hmm. research and yeah i don't think it was the best idea so have you contacted the manufacturers themselves uh and thought about like hey could is it possible to do a custom order or something like that i haven't necessarily talked to anyone about a custom order but yes i mean i've talked to so many different people and i've had different people checking with different manufacturers for me oh. and it just I did find like a um, kind of like a more like a pinkish tan color. I don't know. I think it was called Peach Sunset was actually the name of it. But gotcha. it was just it, it wasn't the right shade. And I, I just kind of felt like. I don't want to go with the wrong shade of pink because I feel like that's worse than white. So gotcha. I made the decision in the past couple of days to go with white siding and then put pink shake in the peak of the house and do pink shutters ah, and pink door. Okay. So I think I've made the final points be in the right direction. Then of course, like I'd be ecstatic, but right. I just like, I feel like it's time to get it moving along. I've spent too much time looking around sign that, you know, maybe the white is meant to be. And I do think that will make it look really nice. I think it will give it that cottage feel. Uh -huh, um, uh -huh. 
So yeah, I think I'm going to go with that and just the pink accents. And I still want it to be over the top and unique. And I, I think right. that we'll be able to pull it together. Gotcha. Yeah, absolutely. And so now are you going to, and I, I saw you already did this event. Uh, so you wouldn't want to even go as far as like the, the pink, like walkways or stairs or something like that. Would you do something like that? Actually, you mentioned that to me. And when I was having that's over and done with, but I do have the front stairs that I'm like, mm -hmm. I've got to do something with these. I want them to be, I, I want them to stand out and I want them to pop. And I thought that it might be cool to do like pink tile on the front stairs. So, mm. okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. All right, cool. Yeah. So, so um, and I, I like the idea of it. Uh, now, is this something that you're going to do just one or is this the first of like a chain of uh, pink cottage houses, you know, all, all throughout the world? Many, many times, you know, I started out with just this one and like it was my main focus. But as we've moved along with the renovation, of course, I want it to be done. I'm so excited. I'm like counting down the days. I'm like everyone else. What when's it going to be done? When's it going to mm -hmm. be open? But to think about like opening it up, it kind of makes me sad because then it's going to be over. Right. The renovation's going to be over. So I feel like my mind's already wandering to like, okay, what next? And right. like I've right. mentioned many times, I love to travel and I think it would be so cool to have these, you know, scattered mm -hmm. throughout the world. And um, I don't know if I would want to stick with the theme of like the Pink Dreams Cottage, one here and one there, or if mm -hmm. I would want to take it a step farther and do different themes. Gotcha. So I thought about gotcha. like, and all black Airbnb and just uh, you know uh -huh. different themes that you you don't see right something right. unique and different gotcha gotcha and I like the idea of just having like those colors as the theme itself yeah. because it's a lot more simple and it's just a matter of just typing in like if you're looking up products to buy you can buy like uh books for the uh, bookshelf or paint the the paint the bookshelves or get couches that's like a certain color and it's, yeah. I, I, I like that idea. And I, I mean, yeah. once, once you have them open, we want to go and visit them. We want to make yeah. sure that we're, we're, we're checking those <laughs> that would out. That'd be awesome. There you go. So what are some things that you've learned in the process of this project that you're like, oh, I had no idea this was even a thing that I had to worry about? Well, I've learned to be patient. <laughs> That's first and foremost. Um, I just like, I... I don't think I even grasped how long every single little part of the project would take. I mean, it's just, we poured so much energy and effort and time and love into this house. And I mean, by the time that we're done with it, every single inch of this house is going to be redone in some way or another. And I think that's the biggest thing that I've learned is just the patience with it. And I mean, I've learned a million other things too. I, I just, I mean, I, my dad's taught me how to use power tools that I didn't know how to use and just so many things. I mean, right. he just, he's a good teacher. He went, when, when he's working, like he's on a mission, he right. wants to get things done, but he doesn't care to take a step back and slow down to show me how to do things and teach me how to do things. And yeah. Mm -hmm. Gotcha. And so uh, if you guys were to start over, I know it's still, uh, you're still getting things together, but if you were to start over from scratch, what would you have done differently? If, if anything? Yeah, I, I really, I don't think I would have done anything differently. I mean, there's things that I dislike and that I like about it, but I just, 
I feel like the way that it's unfolding, it was meant to be, you know, mm. I think that I, I've learned so much in the process. I think that when it's finished, it's going to be everything that I ever wanted and more. And then mm. also during the time of the renovation, I've got to spend so much time with my dad that I, I wouldn't have got to spend otherwise. Absolutely. So I, I can't say that I would change anything about this project. Now for the future, I mm -hmm. think if I was going to read, like, you know, do something else along these lines, I would possibly look for a house that didn't have to be completely gutted. Gotcha. So okay. that, you know, the, the time frame could be shorter and there could be, you know, just more cosmetic updates, I think, than actually completely changing everything. But gotcha. speaking about this project, I can't say that I would change anything. Gotcha. Gotcha. Now, uh, of course, like I said at the beginning, my wife, she's the one who brought uh, your your page up to me. So what made you start documenting the process? And when did you start noticing like, oh, people are actually starting to notice these updates. So what, what was that process like for you? Yeah. So when I first bought the house, I had the idea to document the renovation process. And, you know, I've always enjoyed photography and I've always enjoyed social media so I thought this would just be a cool way to tie all of those interests together. So um, I actually, I had a goal when, like I remember the first picture that I ever posted, just like introducing the idea. And I had a goal of having 10,000 followers by the time that the renovation was complete. Um, and that just felt so big to me. I was like, yeah. I don't know how right. I'm ever gonna make that happen. Uh, That's my goal. I'm just going to post, I'm going to be authentic. I'm going to share like the real process. And, you know, I thought that people would be interested in it, but right. 10,000 people felt like so many to me. Like I said, Absolutely. I'm from a small town and, you know, I, I think it, it it was people from my town first that, gotcha. you know, started following along and it, it was just kind of like they heard through the grapevine and they started following along. They were interested or they would drive by and see us out. So it kind of started like that. Uh -huh. And um, I, like, I remember getting to like a thousand followers and I screenshot it. Like I was like, this nice. is so cool. Like people <laughs> are actually go. interested. Right. And I just kept posting and posting and posting. And I feel like it kind of happened overnight. I mean, I had um, a reel that I posted go viral and I think it got like almost 4 million views. Oh my god. And gosh. I could not even <laughs> comprehend that. And then from right. there, it just kind of picked up and I was like, okay, I'm going to take this more serious. I'm going to try um, to post every day and I'm going to try to share more and more and more. And people started reaching out to me. You know, of course there was people liking my videos and commenting on my videos, but right. people were messaging me and they wanted to know more about it. And they had questions and they were so encouraging and you know, they were telling me that I had inspired them and in turn that inspired me and it made me want right. to share more and more and more. And I really just, I wanted people to feel like they were a part of this renovation versus they were just like watching it from the outside looking in. Oh. So I just kept sharing and sharing and sharing and it's just kind of taken off from there. Gotcha. Gotcha. I love it. So what are some things that you're doing to make them feel like they're a part of it? So is it just the sharing or is there a particular way to where you're like, you know what, my approach is going to be this way to make sure that they feel like they're a part of the process instead of just an audience. Yeah. So I do think that I have like a specific approach about it. Um, I mean, 
anytime anyone sends me a message, like I'm going to reply to every single message. If, nice. if someone's going to take time out of their day to message me and encourage me and, you know, ask questions and so, show interest, like I'm going to give them time out of my day in return. So I think that's really big because mm-hmm. I think people look at this account like, oh my goodness, you know, there's 250,000 people following this account. Her videos are right. getting millions of views. She's not going to have time to reply. This is never going to be seen. It's just going to get lost in the other messages. And Mm -hmm. I think some people are surprised when I reply to them, which surprises me, you know, I'm like, I I can't believe that you would think that I wouldn't. Right, Um, right. But yeah, I I think I've had a lot of conversations and connected with a lot of people on a deeper level. And, you know, I've got to know about projects that they're doing and they send me Mm. pictures of their renovations and they'll message me and say, I'm renovating a house with my dad. And so that's really cool. Just getting to connect with people on a on a deeper level. But also like on, on my videos, I try to ask people for their opinions about what do you think about this? What do you think about that? That's something really big. And then another really neat idea that I came up with is, well, so many, so many artists were reaching out to me and just saying, like, I, I love your idea of the pink Airbnb. And as you get closer to the renovation being complete, I would love to send you a piece of my original artwork to feature in your Airbnb. Um, and I just thought that was so amazing. Like how cool. I so, love that. I love so it. So many people were messaging me this. And I was like, I don't want to tell anyone no. How right. can I put, how am I going to pick and choose? So I just kind of thought about the idea of how can I include everyone? I don't want to turn anyone away. So mm-hmm. I came up with the idea of featuring different artists from all over the world in our pink Airbnb. And nice. I thought it would be really cool. Like there, you know, there's no rules about the art that they create other than it has to match the color scheme of pink, you know, right, like don't right. send me a blue and yellow painting. Like it, it right. needs to go with the theme, right. but at the end of the day, like that's the only rule, make whatever you want to make. And I think it will be so cool to put all of that art like on a wall together and see oh, how goodness. just with one rule, everyone had such different perspectives about what they created. So gotcha. I haven't figured out all the details about how I'm going to, you know, do that. I think I gotcha. might have to switch artwork in and out, but just things like that. Like I just want everyone who wants to, to be a part of it in some way. Oh my gosh. I, I love that yeah. so much. And, and I feel like, so this is what, what I I see that's going to be so powerful about uh, this, this project is that like you're saying, you're including everyone that's in it. And it's not just uh, a place that people can go. Uh, people feel like they have uh, th- there's there's vested interests uh, in yeah. this project. You know, they, they're a part of it. They saw it from when it was gutted down. And yeah. by the time they get to it, uh, for them to, you know, book, uh, you know, a night in the Airbnb, it's going to be like, man, I'm 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 getting to finally see this in person. You know, so yeah. I'm excited. I'm excited yeah. now. I'm excited to see this in person. Yeah. Yeah, there you yeah. go. So now with... Um, and I know you're saying that you're, you're waiting on doing this and you're considering doing this with, with other, um, you know, individuals. Now, is this something that you will have like tours or like a grand opening or what, what's your plan on like, once it's finally done to really, you know, go big. Cause I'm sure everybody in your town is going to be like, everybody's going to want to be there. So what, what, yeah. what's your plan for that? <laughs> Yeah. So, so many people have messaged me, of course, asking like, when is this going to be open? And Mm -hmm. then their next question is, is there a wait list to book it? 
So oh. I think as we get closer to the renovation being complete and kind of figure out the exact date, I'm going to create some kind of wait list or, or something like that. So, so people gotcha. who want to be like the first to know can be the first to know, but gotcha. I definitely would love to do some kind of like grand opening. I think that would be so cool. And um, not only is it going to be a pink Airbnb, it's also going to be like a, a photo studio and it's also going to oh, be nice. a small event venue. So, so um, a lot of local photographers have reached out to me as well, like just saying they're so excited. They're going to do so many shoots here and they just they can't wait to see it. So something that I have thought about is I thought that it would be cool to do like a um, a photographer like open house type of things where uh, local photographers and even non-local photographers can come and kind of just get to know each other and connect with other photographers and look around the space and uh -huh. so that's definitely an idea that's floating around but yeah I, I would love to have a grand opening where anyone can come but at the end of the day like the, the house can't hold everyone right, so I don't know right. I don't know how I'm gonna come up with with an idea to to include everybody. I, I've got gotcha. to think about that some more. Understood. But hey, I tell you what, as soon as you do, just, you know, make sure, you know, you post it. And I I, I want to be, well, I may not be the first person in, but I want to be one of the folks that's on that waiting list to actually yeah. come and experience <laughs> this because it's, because it, because it, it's, it's cool. And it's not just, like I said, it's, it's not just another Airbnb. There's a story behind it. Yes. Uh, and I feel like that's what differentiates you from, other folks that even if they have the same exact theme, theirs is yeah. probably just the fact that it's pink, but yours is a community behind it. So yeah. I, I love it. So uh, now as far as uh, folks that may want to do something similar, right? Say if uh, if it's a pink theme, blue theme, whatever, or just some type of themed Airbnb and, and uh, have this type of response from people, uh, what are three tips that you would give to them, uh, you know, it could be three, it could be more or less. What are some tips that you would okay. give to these people uh, to have an idea for, okay, this is what I should consider whenever I'm forming this so I'm not just another building? Right. I, I think just the uniqueness, it, it has to be there to grab people's attention. Something that you've never seen before, something, something that's really big to me when I try to think of ideas is, how can I make this an experience like that? That is so huge to me because I want people who come here to look back and remember this 10 years down the road, you know, not just be like, oh, that was a really nice Airbnb that I stayed in. You know, I want it to be like they remember how they felt when they were walking around the, in the house. They remember who they were there with and just. I just want it to be something that you can't find anywhere else. So that's, I think that's definitely my biggest tip is just get on Airbnb and figure out what's not on there and then make it yourself. And yeah, of course there's other pink Airbnbs in the world, but is there another pink Airbnb that um, a father daughter duo renovated, you know, from an abandoned house? Probably right. not. So I think right. it's just, Figuring out what sets you apart from everyone else and just running with that and sharing that and uh -huh. just being authentic to yourself and, you know, including other people. Um, something that I think would be really cool to incorporate in the house once it's finished is kind of like a scrapbook of how uh -huh. we started and where we're at now and 
So I, I think that would be really neat for people to be able to it. look through that and, and not just see like a picture or video on Instagram to, you know, hold right. it in their hands and like see these actual pictures. And so I think that would be cool. And then another idea similar to that is to have like a guest book where people get to sign their names and leave little notes and write where they're from. And yeah, I think it's just figuring out what sets you apart from other people and and running with that. Gotcha. Gotcha. So I that's love my it. biggest tip. <laughs> gotcha. I love it. I absolutely love it. So now uh, we'll get into the lightning round to where I ask you three okay. questions uh, and, uh, you know, of course, answer them to the best of your ability. But this is more so uh, it was really tailored for you uh, as far as what you, what you got going on and, you know, things moving forward. So first question. All right. Uh, if you were to have another thing besides pink for an Airbnb, uh, what would it be? I think black. Okay. I, and I and not black it. and not black and no, no colors besides colors. I, I should have said that. Oh, okay. Okay. Something mm -hmm. besides a color. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. Like I said, I love to travel. I mm -hmm. think that it would be really cool to have an Airbnb with each room representing a different country. Oh, okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. All right. And uh, number two. So if you had uh, no budget on an Airbnb and you would do this anywhere, um, I guess, would it also be that country per room thing? Uh, or if you were to go beyond that? So uh, you already said the country thing per room. What's another thing that you'll do? But if you're like, hey, m money's no object, you could just do it up as, as much as you want. Let your imagination run wild. What, what would it be for that? What would and it be and where, where yeah, would it exactly. be? Exactly. Mm -hmm. Okay. You know, it, it sounds crazy to even say this, but I honestly think that if I was given that option, I would have still chosen to do it in Portsmouth, Ohio. That's gotcha. so, <laughs> so crazy because I've seen, I feel like I've seen the most beautiful parts of the world and there's something special about Portsmouth, but it's definitely not the most beautiful place in the world. Gotcha. gotcha. But I think it, it's just, it's special to be able to pour that into my hometown and just kind of make it even more of a special place. And yeah, I, I, I think that I would still definitely want to do something here. Now, of course, I would love to go beyond that. Um, mm -hmm. I, I've always had a special connection to Florida. I consider that my second home. I would love to do something there. Mm -hmm. I, I can see myself doing something there one day. So gotcha. Yeah, and what, I, what theme would it be? I think it would have to be something different because when I think about Airbnbs and hotels in Florida, you think about like the beach vibe, you think exactly. about like the blues and the yellows, it would have to be something so over the top and so different, something that you don't see there, maybe something like darker and moodier or just uh, something that isn't already there. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay, cool. I got you. So uh, in the third question. Uh, so if you were to have one song playing on repeat 24 hours a day for a month straight and it's playing in one ear, what song would it be? Oh my goodness. I don't know. This is a hard one. <laughs> um, I don't know. I need to think about this for a second. <laughs> gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. Take, take, take your time. What, what's your favorite song right now? I really don't know how to answer that. 
Gotcha. So gotcha. It would be it would be something upbeat and something mm-hmm. encouraging and something that makes me feel like I have energy. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. So do you have like a favorite artist? Not really. Not off the top of my mind. What's the last song you've listened to? <laughs> oh my goodness. I don't know that either. <laughs> okay. Okay. Gotcha. Okay. We'll, 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 really we'll skip that one. Off. Gotcha. Okay. It's all good. So, uh, so for the folks that want to follow you and follow the journey uh, that you have going on, where can they follow you uh, and um, you get all this information that you're providing? Yeah, you can find me on Instagram. My name is Pink Dreams Cottage. You can find me on there. And then I also just made a TikTok account. That's also Pink Dreams Cottage. I haven't posted on there yet, but I'm going to soon. So you can find me on Instagram and TikTok. Gotcha. All right. Awesome. Hey, thank you so much for doing uh, this podcast. I'm super excited to see where this goes. And I know everybody that's watching here, they're, uh, they, they can't wait to get on that waiting list. So thank you so yeah. much. <laughs> thank you. All right. Awesome. Bye. Yeah. Thank you for listening to the Your First Steps podcast. Let us know what you thought about this episode by leaving a review. And don't forget to subscribe.